Hello there, and welcome to another episode of It Ain't Over Till It's Over. Um, well, we'll just move on to the first inning, and the Miami Heat defeated the um, Boston Celtics in Game 6. Um, they're going to play in the NBA Finals against the LA Lakers. So, um, Bam Adebayo was a huge reason that they moved on. Um, unfortunately, I don't have much analysis on this. Um, and so, moving on to the WNBA, the Seattle Storm swept the Minnesota Lynx and in the semifinals. They're now in the WNBA Finals facing the Las Vegas Aces or um, uh, oh, Las Vegas Aces what, 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 or the Sun in the semifinals. So um, in La Liga, Atletico Madrid crushed Granada. Luis Suarez moved to Atletico. He's already scored two goals. So he's, he scored two goals in that victory. Um, and that was a huge, huge victory right there. Leicester City beat Manchester City um five to two. I know it's really, really weird. Um I mean you don't see that every day. Um Man City normally doesn't lose, much less lose um five to two. I mean Man City's got Aderson in goal all the time. So it, it's kind of hard. Um, so, and then we actually have two Premier League um, stories for today. West Ham United defeated the Wolverhampton Wanderers, a.k.a. Wolves, 4-0. And this was another surprise. West Ham um, was in the race for relegation last year. And Wolves tried to get into the Champions League. Um, West Ham's actually doing pretty well this year. Um, in the NFL, the Chiefs and the Ravens um, met to decide who is the team to beat in the NFL. And the Chiefs walked away winners. And then finally... For game recaps and too focused on the playoffs to have any analysis about this because the MLB playoffs are starting today. So the Seattle Sounders in the MLS defeated the LA Galaxy by a score of three to one. Um, and so we move on to the players of the day. And um, I'm also trying to save some time here. So in MLB, there's Jose Offerman. Um, Jose was a Dodgers shortstop. Pretty good career. 
Now, I'm not much of a power hitter um, at all, but um, did have some success in his career. Made two All-Star games, one in 1995 and one in 1999. Um, was, was not a power hitter, as he often had more triples than homers. Um, I mean, once he had 13 triples in one year, so that's pretty good. Um, he was really good with the OPS plus for some years, um, not as good. Um, he had some negative years too with the OPS plus stat, um, Played for the Dodgers for six years, the Red Sox for four years, the Royals for three years, the Twins for one year, the Mets for one year, the Phillies for one year, and the Mariners for one year. And, yeah, played for 16 years. Um, in soccer, um, we chose a member of the Bayern Munich women's team um, on the German national team, Sydney Lohmann. Um, I don't have much to say about her. So Monty Morris, who just got kicked out of the postseason, um, is our NBA player of the day. Um, well, he's had a pretty bad career, had a breakout season 2018-19. Um, he's calmed down a bit in the year 2019-2020. But, I mean... I wouldn't say he's a bad player, actually. I mean, he's definitely not a good player yet, but he's 24 years old. He's not really. He's just, you know. Um, Ifiadi Odenigbo, um, if I'm pronouncing that right. Minnesota Vikings, our football player of the day. Um, oh, he went to Northwestern. I have no idea where that is, to be honest, but I've heard of college. Um, uh, so, Ifyadi Odignibu, or Odignibo, I don't know. Um, Anthony Sorelli, born in Ontario, um, plays for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh yeah, that reminds me, the Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley Cup. But um, since I haven't been following the Stanley Cup, I decided since I have no idea what the heck happened other than the Lightning winning against the Stars in six games, yeah, I'm not going to do it. And it looks like he's 22 years old right now. And I have no idea what these are, but in 2018-19, he finished 6th in the Calder and 11th in the Selk and 4th in the Selk in 2019-20. So, um, if those are awards for not bad players, I guess he's a good player. For the, um, for the Major League Baseball, um, transaction of the day. 
The Angels fired GM Billy Epler yesterday on September 28th, 2020. Um, he has been a great GM, to be honest. He signed Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, um, Tommy LaStella, Brian Goodwin, and Dylan Bundy have all delivered. And nobody thought he was right in getting them because they thought they were just bad players. Well, they were wrong. Um, he also was oh, pretty okay in the draft. I mean, Joe Adele has shown that he's a pretty good player. Um, Brandon Marsh is a top prospect. Um, obviously, got Anthony Rendon to Shohei Otani. Um, Andrelton Simmons. Um, uh, many people think that Dave Dombrowski will replace um, Epler. I personally don't want that. I mean, Dombrowski, let's be honest, he is not a great GM. Um, th although the Red Sox won the World Series, they did it with cheating by Alex Cora, and I just don't like the type of GM that says, oh, oh, let's just get a bunch of stars, trade away our future, and now look where the Red Sox are. They're... There have got to be a bunch of Red Sox fans who are like, great, we won the World Series two years ago. Now we're one of the worst teams in baseball because of Dombrowski trading away all our future for guys like Ian Kinsler. A guy in his mid-30s who's going to retire the following year. I mean, sure, he had his moments. You could have survived without him. Um... So anyway, this is this has just become an anti Dave Dombrowski conversation. So let's get to the quiz of the day. Um, let me make sure the volume is turned off for the upcoming OTP series of the day. Um, so the quiz is on Sporkle, just for fun quiz. It's called. Can you choose the correct Big Four league? for the given player. And I'll have to see how this works. But Fred Lynn, MLB. Chris Latane, I'm just going to guess NHL. Yep, I was right. Roberto Luongo, NFL. Ooh, another. Um, Marshawn Lynch, that's NFL. Um, Bob Lanier, NBA. Yep. Barry Larkin, that's MLB. Andrew Luck, NFL. Um, Ty Law, I'm guessing that's NBA. Nope, it's NFL. Um, Eric Lindros, um, NHL. Yep. Kenny Lofton, that's MLB. Um, Jerry Lucas, NHL. Oh, nope, NBA. Um, Kevin Love, that's NBA. Um, he got 75, and the average score is 77. I got 9 out of 12, yeah. That, that's how my quizzes normally go. Miserable. Um, Sporkle's criticism is you're in the sweet spot between really awesome and totally not awesome. Thank you, Sporkle. Um, so, now we get to the OTP series of the day. We're actually going to do two five-game series. Um, um, so, 
go to historical exhibition. Wait. So for our first series, we're going to do the number one. Um, the number one seed. We're, oh, we're going to do a tournament determining the best Orioles team of all time. So number one seed. What is the number one seed? Oh, that is the 1969 Baltimore Orioles. You could probably guess it's Baltimore Orioles since there's, I believe, only one St. Louis Browns team on here. And no Milwaukee, whatever they were called when they were in Milwaukee. I think it was the Milwaukee Browns or something. But yeah, they played in Milwaukee um, for exactly one year in 1901. Then they turned into the St. Louis Browns and they played there. From 1902 to 1953, and then they went to Baltimore. Um, in 1965, Orioles. Yeah, who's it? Um, so the 1969 Orioles are well known for losing to the Miracle Mets in the World Series, but actually they won 109 games, which in my opinion is what they should be known for in 1969. Not Tom Seaver making them look like a bunch of idiots in the World Series. Um, the Baltimore Orioles in 1965 went 94-68. All right, that's nice to know. Create exhibition. Um, so, let's see. Any good players in their reserve roster? Oh, yeah, in the 1965 Baltimore Reserve roster, we have a player passes prime named Harvey Haddix and a player coming up named Ech Andy Echebarman. That's nice. Um, so, I'm going to press play ball and... So we're going to simulate this, but I just want to look at the starting lineups. It looks like we've got Don Buford versus Luis Aparicio, and um, uh, Don Buford looks like it's better. Oh, yeah, 65 Orioles are the home team. So for the 69 Orioles, we've got Don Buford, Mark Belanger, Frank Robinson, Boog Powell, Paul Blair, Davey Johnson, Elrod Hendricks, Brooks Robinson, and the pitcher, Jim Palmer. And for the 65 team, we've got Luis Aparicio, Jerry Adair, Brooks Robinson, Kurt Blafari, Boog Powell, Paul Blair, Norm Seaborn, um, Jess Orsino, I don't know this guy, Robin Roberts pitching. Oh, I love Robin Roberts. And um, we're going to simulate this. So these are some pretty okay teams. I think the 69 Orioles find this easy work um five to four win for the 69 orioles palmer got the win Stu miller got the loss eddie watt got the save brooks robinson hit his first home run the 1969 brooks robinson not the 1965 now this is pretty confusing um so we're going to finish and then mike keller taking on milt papas mike keller for 69 milt papas for 65 um, and it says the Orioles win to extend series lead to two to nothing, but, um, you've got to take into account, um, let's see, looks like they won three, two, something. Um, 
yeah, I can't determine. And oh, so they won three to something. I can't determine what the other score was for the 65 Orioles, but clearly it was a small score. Um, so, and, um, uh, and so now it, um, unexpectedly shut down. So, um, we're back to USSR. Um, yes, there's some technology problems. So, um, and I don't care. So, um, it's two nothing series lead. Steve Barber taking on Dave McNally. Barber for 65, McNally for 69. Simulate. And the 65 Orioles, um, uh, make it a 2 1 lead as they win 5 to something. Um, I don't mean to say the score. Um, do I? Steve Barber got the win. McNally got the loss. No home runs. And Dave McNally's starting for 65 now. Tom Phobos for 69. And, oh, the 65 Orioles won again. Stu Miller with the second save. Tom Phobos picked up, or his first save, actually, sorry. Tom Phobos picked up the loss. Dave McNally picked up the win. Norm Seaburn hit a home run. So, um, 69 Orioles break ahead, 3-2. to two. Um, so, Jim Palmer win, Alvin Roberts lost, Eddie Watt with his second save, Jerry Adair hit a home run, Don Buford and Brooks Robinson right back at you, and hit homers too. So, oh, the 65 Orioles won again, and, and so that will force a game seven, and the 69 Orioles will win that. So the 69 Orioles, um, 69 Orioles are moving on. To the quarterfinals, I guess. Um, and so now we're going to create another historical exhibition between the 1970 Orioles and the 1982 Orioles. So baseball boom, 1970, and defensive era, 1982. Baltimore for both. Baltimore. All right.
So, create exhibition. Don Baylor is on the 1970 Baltimore Reserve roster. Um, 1982 Reserve roster, the Orioles have Mike Boddicker, Don Stanhouse, John Shelby, man, this is good. Benny Ayala, wow. Um, let's see. Play ball. Um, so Jim Palmer facing Jim Palmer. Jim Palmer starting for 1970 Orioles and Jim Palmer starting for 1982 Orioles. I know it's confusing, but basically Jim Palmer is starting for both teams in the same game, which is kind of weird. Yeah, really weird, actually. But, I mean, um, you got to deal with some weird stuff here. So, Don Buford, Paul Blair, Frank Robinson, Brug Powell, Davey Johnson, Elrod Hendricks, Brooks Robinson, Mark Belanger, the starting lineup for the Orioles of 1970. And then the 1982 Orioles have Lynn Cicada, Al Bumbry, Eddie Murray, Gary Rowanick, Calvert Kinn Jr., Ken Singleton, Rick Dempsey, Garth Golliver, is that his name? I don't know. It's G. Golliver, but I can't see his full name since I've got it on the small screen. Um, maybe next time I'll put this game on the big screen. Uh, simulate. Um, and both teams had eight hits, but the 1970 Orioles won eight to nothing. Mike Keller for 1970 Orioles and 1982 Orioles are starting Storm Davis in Game 2. The 1970 Orioles win. Um, Mike Keller got the win. Storm Davis got the loss. Pete Richard got the save. Elrod Hendricks hit two home runs. He's up to two home runs in the series. Brooks Robinson hit one home run for the 70 Orioles. The 82 Orioles, John Mullenstein hit one home run. So, um, we're moving from Baltimore to Baltimore, um, as it, we're, we'll, uh, we're moving from Baltimore to Baltimore, yes, but we're also moving from 1982 to 1970. So, tip, um, Mike Flanagan was starting for the 82 Orioles, and I think Pete Richard was starting for 70 Orioles, but Tippy Martinez got the win for 82. Pete Richard got the loss. Oh, yeah, the 82 Orioles won. So it's a 2 to 1 series lead for the 1970 Orioles. Eddie Murray and Gary Roenick hit a home run for 1982. Paul Blair hit a home run for 1970. Denny Martinez starting for 1982, and Tom Phobos starting for 1970. Um, in game four, and the 82 Orioles have come back. Um, Gary Rowanick hit his second home run. Denny Martinez is 1-0 with his win, and Tom Phobos is 0-1 with his loss. Um, game 5. Now it's back to 1970, and Jim Palmer is starting against Jim Palmer. Who will win, Jim Palmer of 1982 or Jim Palmer of 1970? And Jim Palmer of 1970 gets his second win, Jim Palmer with the second win, and then there's Jim Palmer with a second loss. Overall, Jim Palmer's 2-2 two and two in this series, as Jim Palmer's beaten Jim Palmer twice, and Jim Palmer's lost to Jim Palmer twice. 
Once again, very confusing. Wow. It's even confusing to me, and I'm the one who set up this historical exhibition. Howard Kahn Jr., first home run. Frank Robinson, first home run. You can probably tell that Frank Robinson is 1970 since, like, he wasn't a player in 1982. Cal Ripken Jr. wasn't a player in 1970. So, yeah, um, you can tell that Cal Ripken Jr. hit the one for 82, and Frank Robinson hit the one for um, 70. Mike Keller starting for 70. Storm Davis starting for 82 in game six. And now we simulate. Oh, man, we got a Game 7 going, and um, this is a very historical, um, very, very historical exhibition. Um, OTP is actually rated the number one simulation game um, right now. Davy Johnson hit the home lone home run for 1970. 1982, Calvert Jr. hit two home runs, moving it up to three home runs, and Gary Roenick hit a home run, moving up him up to three home runs. Storm Davis is one one. Mike Keller is one one. Tippy Martinez got his first save. So game seven, Dave McNally starting for 1970, Mike Flanagan starting for 1982, and the 1982 Orioles have. One. Wow. I almost predicted it. I did predict it, but it was kind of easy to predict. And so these, the underdog here, um, won. Dave McNally got the win. Mike Flanagan got the loss. Um, oh, just kidding. The 1970 Orioles won. Ha <laughs> ha. Paul Blair at two home runs, moving up to three. Frank Robinson at two home runs. Yeah, it's quite a surprise for all those people who grew up in the 80s. And they must be cheering, but then I, it just turns out that the 70 Orioles won. Frank Robinson in his second home run for the 70 team, and then the 1982 team, Kyle Ripken Jr. in his fourth home run. And he deserves to win the MVP, even though he's on the losing team. Well, yeah. A player on the losing team won the series MVP. It was Gary Rowanick. Congratulations, Gary. Um, and uh, we'll see you on, let's see, today's Thursday. So we'll see you, wait, no, today's Tuesday. So we'll see you on Thursday, right? Is today Tuesday? Yes. All right, so we'll see you on Thursday.